from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Here's Flagler for three, and he nails it from the left wing. Timeout, Jamie Dixon. Bears lead by 13 over the Frogs. Listen to this gold-out crowd in the Farrell Center. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. 3.6 seconds on the clock. Baylor down by one. Ojanwuna to George. Drive, shot, no. Follow Ojanwuna, no. And that's the ball game. TCU wins over Baylor 88-87. Typical Big 12 game, and that's what it's like when you're on the wrong end of it. Uh, tough night for us. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And TCU comes into the Farrell Center and wins by one over Baylor. And, John, that may be the only time tonight that Keontae George has taken the ball to the rim and has not, had gotten fouled. We got a good look. Um, I had it going all night. I got a look at the rim. It's a left-hand layup. We got to finish. That's it. That's all I was thinking. I got to finish, but we on to the next. So that's it. And now the Horn Frogs will leave Waco with a win over Baylor, 88-87, the final score. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Thursday. Glad you're with us. Highlight cuts in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Tough, tough loss for the Bears. Big, big win for TCU last night in the Farrell Center. Talk about that, let you hear more from Coach Scott Drew coming up in just a bit. Bears fall 88-87, to led by as much as 17 in the first half, led by 10, 49-39 at halftime. Second highest scoring first half of the season for Baylor. But TCU just wouldn't go away. Give them credit. Mike Miles, a career-high 33 points in the game. Uh, offset, more than offset, Keontae George, who had 27 for the Bears. And TCU gets to uh, 2-0 and in conference play with the win. The Bears drop to 0-2 in the Big 12. Talk more about that. Uh, look at men's basketball. Uh, news out within the hour. Chris Beard has been fired. He is out of a job at the University of Texas. Uh, also, uh, just back, Aaron, from uh, women's basketball media session. And part of that, we heard from uh, Sarah Andrews, Erica Porter, head coach Nikki Collin. Also heard separately from Dre Edwards. Dre, the transfer from Kentucky. And uh, I know you've uh, seen this tweet and retweeted it, but uh, Dre Edwards saying today that she uh, she won't uh, she hasn't received 
and looks like may not receive her waiver from the University of Kentucky, so may not play this year for Baylor. Uh, tough situation there. Everybody's been waiting, you know, for the other shooter drop, and uh, apparently this is it. But, gosh, we'll let you hear from her. She has the best attitude. She just has a, a great attitude, um, uh, even getting this news today and talks about how much she's grown in every area here at Baylor. Uh, but it's just a shame, Aaron, uh, from what we know about the story, that, you know, U.K. won't give her her release, and Baylor's tried and done everything they can and Dre's tried and and nothing more that they can do here without that release except sit out a full year so she's probably not going to play here at Baylor yeah it's ridiculous and it's all on the Kentucky coach there's no reason to not release a player to go to another school they yeah I mean it's it's ridiculous and and good for her the only the only way that it maybe changes to put public pressure on the Kentucky head coach and this will do that. I don't don't know if it'll change her mind, but to to not let her play is I, I don't know. It's pretty egregious, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, it's really tough. It's it's really. I mean, the term that that has been used is she's being held hostage by Kentucky. And uh, and that's a shame, you know, for somebody who wants, you know, in these days where you can transfer at the drop of a hat and there are now this is a little different situation uh, in that this is her third, fourth year, four year school. She was at Utah. She was at Kentucky. Now she's at Baylor. That makes it a little bit different. But academics are not an issue. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's academic uh, credits transferring. And that's what holds up something like this. But that's not an issue. She has flourished here academically. She had a 3.6 grade point average in the fall yeah that was that was part of her uh announcement and you know she went through a lot of stuff of her joining a sorority and and you know th- talking about uh th- the motto of that uh sorority greater service greater progress and what that means to her and she earned a spot on the big 12 all academic team with that yeah, 3.6 yeah. grade point average yeah. so there's just the whole story. It just the more you read about it and hear about it, it just it's really, really unfortunate. Actually, yeah. that's not the right word. It's not unfortunate. It could be easily fixed. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what the right word is. Yeah. Well, we'll let you hear from her coming up in just a bit and uh, hear from Coach Nikki Collin about the situation as well. Right now, let's go back to the last night. Baylor men dropping an 88-87 decision to uh, TCU in the Farrell Center. Uh, tell you what, uh, Pat and I both left there thinking TCU looked really good. I mean, that is a good team led by Mike Miles, the Big 12 preseason player of the year. He had a career-high 33 in the win last night. He was really, really good. He was really, really good and TCU was really good last night. Uh, And as such, uh, the uh, Frogs get the win, coming from 17 down in the first half to win it by a point over the Bears. Uh, Big shot by uh, Chuck O'Bannon that provided the game-winning points in the final seconds. Baylor had one final timeout. They threw the ball just past midcourt, called that final timeout, worked up the final play, and and really, for the most part, got what they wanted, I think. They got a drive to the bucket by Keontae. George, which had happened all night, and he had been to the free throw line a bunch. He was 11 of 12 shooting free throws last night. 
but there was no foul call. There was no call, uh, even a partial block of the shot. And uh, by Jacoby, was it Jacoby Coles, I think, who got the partial block of that final uh, shot attempt. And uh, and that was it. A tip by Ojanwuna and, uh, and Baylor Falls by a point. 88-87. Uh, Aaron, I know you were plugged in. What did you think about that game last night? It's one of the, you know, the blowout losses were tough, but last night was probably the toughest loss. Mm-hmm. You're at home. You've got a 17-point lead. You know, it's just uh, Coach Drew said it best. Their transition defense was atrocious. Yeah. you. I mean, they were getting two-on-ones, four-on-twos, just the whole night, and you can't do that. You also can't give up 88 points and expect to win. It's just really, really frustrating loss. I know TCU's really good, but – Baylor should have won that game. Yeah. Fast break points, uh, 23 to 2 in favor of TCU. 23 is alarming. Uh, 2 is alarming also that Baylor only got 2. And that was a uh, steal by Keontae George in the, the uh, last minute, last couple of minutes of the game and a layup. So 23 to 2 was the margin there in fast break points. That's the transition defense that Aaron mentioned, Coach Drew talked about. Here is Coach Drew uh, following the game on the loss to TCU. We knew they were good in transition, and uh, our transition defense was atrocious, uh, and that was the game for us. Uh, I thought we did a good job on the glass. I thought uh, um, offensively 16 assists is good, but at the end of the day we can't have 15 turnovers. They only have seven, and then uh, we can't give up uh, uh, 23 to 2 fast break points, but the way we calculated it's like 28 they had. So uh, that's really disappointing um, that we weren't better in transition. 23-2, to two, again, the margin in fast break points uh, for TCU last night. Baylor did get 27 from Keontae George, 13 apiece from uh, L.J. Cryer and Adam Flagler. Those guards were really good, 10 by Langston Love. Then 11 points and seven rebounds from Josh Ojanwuna. He and Flo Thamba both had uh, foul issues last night, and Flo uh, ultimately fouled out of the game. So um, that was the game last night. And, again, uh, the newcomers for Baylor still growing in this Big 12 experience. You know, freshmen like Josh Ojanwuna and, and Keontae George. Here's Coach Drew on the freshmen and the newcomers, you know, what they learned from last night. Well, I think uh, 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 as we play more and more Big 12 games, right now we're playing more freshmen than anyone in the league minutes. So they're going to get better the more they get used to the competition. Uh, hopefully Josh improves. Uh, Keontae was very good tonight, but hopefully again throughout the year he gets better and, and Langston hopefully he gets better. and. Uh, Jalen, um, I thought, made some threes. But, I mean, uh, Jalen's more than capable to be a double-figure scorer. And uh, we got to get him uh, get some easies at the rim or driving a little more, getting to the free throw line. He's a really good free throw shooter. But you can't make free throws. You don't get there. All right, 88-87, the final from last night. TCU over Baylor. TCU now goes home. They will play uh, Iowa State coming up on Saturday, 1 o'clock Saturday in Fort Worth. Baylor stays home. The Bears will play Kansas State. Those red-hot Wildcats coming to town. They'll play the Bears Saturday at 5 the game here on ESPN Central Texas. Only other game on the men's side last night, 25th ranked Iowa State, knocked off Oklahoma. It was tough, but the Cyclones win at 63-60 in Norman last night.
All right, uh, there's some of the basketball from last night. Let's take a break. When we come back, let you hear from uh, Dre Edwards, the Kentucky transfer, as uh, she makes the announcement today. But, uh, really, really opening the door to uh, her situation. Uh, Kentucky just won't give her a waiver to uh, and a release to play here at Baylor. But again, you'll hear in her voice. What a great positive attitude for Dre Edwards. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men home Saturday hosting Jerome Tang in the Kansas State Wildcats. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Weitz, and Ryan Fox and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to game time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with game time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive.
Back with us, John Morris Show on a Thursday. We appreciate you being with us. Brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Check out the podcast with Joe Kaleo, Your Money and a Cup of Joe, and learn some great facts that will help you financially as we move into the new year, 2023. All right, Baylor women's basketball uh, media session earlier today. Certainly they talked about the big win over Oklahoma. Big win for the Baylor women on the road in Norman. Uh, they talked about uh, the upcoming challenge. They'll play at Kansas on Saturday, 4 o'clock on Saturday. The broadcast on 104.9 FM. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Kansas number 21 in the nation. Baylor number 23 in the nation. So another uh, real test on the road for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women. Uh, and they also talked about, uh, you know, sort of a, a separate press conference with Dre Edwards, the transfer from Kentucky now with Baylor, as she released a statement earlier today, uh, really acknowledging the fact that uh, uh, she would most likely not be able to uh, play for Baylor this year. And uh, that's because uh, Kentucky, her former school, uh, was not granting her a transfer. So uh, she addressed that in her tweet let me find the exact wording of that, and then we'll let you hear from her also. Mm, stand by, and I'll find that for you. But, uh, uh, again, she was very upbeat and very positive talking about the situation and really talking about, uh, in glowing terms, what Baylor has meant to her, her time here at Baylor, um, and the support she has received, how she's grown during her time here, and um, – uh, just uh, academically, uh, you know, 3.6, I mentioned that um, over uh, the fall semester for her, but uh, uh, still not able to play. All right, uh, let's listen in now to uh, uh, Dre Edwards meeting with the media. Talked about uh, the release, why release this now, and explaining to her fans the situation. A little bit, uh, a little bit of the frustration, but honestly, I just kind of wanted to be open with my fans and um, my family, um, like not close family, but my family outside of um, like my household, stuff like that. I kind of wanted to let everyone know because I get a lot of questions like almost every single day. I get a DM or I get a fan coming up to me during the game, after the game. Like it's always someone asking me like, am are, they always ask if I'm okay. Are you hurt? Are you okay? And I'm like, no, like it's deeper than that. It's a different situation. So I kind of just wanted everyone to know so maybe they could stop asking. Me the same question. <laughs> she, answers, she answers that with a, with a smile and a, and a laugh and a giggle, you know, just, uh, hey, this is the situation, and uh, maybe people can stop asking her about it now. Uh, so you heard there in her voice, again, how positive an attitude she has. Um, here is Dre again talking about the, uh, the impact Baylor has had in her growth. Um, it's honestly been amazing. Honestly, um, I could sit here and talk about it all day, but the support has been amazing, and I truly appreciate everything that everyone has done for me um, and continue to do for me um, from academics to, to basketball to coaches to everyone on staff to my teammates. Honestly, everyone has been, even the fans, honestly, everybody has been so supportive, and I really appreciate it. All right, and here is Nikki Collin addressing the situation. Uh, she'll start by saying she's really, you know, She's really let Dre handle this the way she wanted to, but here's Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin. Yeah, I've I've always like wanted to stay. Really, um, it's it's Dre's story. Um, we certainly knew when we signed her um, that there were no guarantees, and we had talked about worst case scenario from that 
very moment, you know, that, that, you know, when you, when you transfer to Baylor and Baylor's not the only school like this, but the 60 hour rule and all of a sudden, you know, you, you lose 40 credits, you know, and, and now all of a sudden you got to work progress towards degree. I think for me, I'm just super proud um, of what she's accomplished since she's, since she's been here. Um, she's been a leader. Um, she's obviously a great basketball player, but above and beyond that, she's been a great teammate. Um, what she's done in the classroom shows what she's capable of. Um, you know, to, to take as many credits she did this summer and this fall, to take 18 credits this fall, and to get a 3-6 just in the fall semester while while rushing a sorority. I don't even know what that means because I never did it, but I've heard it's it's a lot of work. And so, you know, when I think about everything that, that she's done, I would just love to see her be rewarded because she's a kid that loves the game. She doesn't cheat the game. Um, you know, but it's it's not in my hands, and it's never been in my hands. She's done what she can do, um, you know, and, and um, you know, I, I would love I would love to see her um, be able to play. You know, we had multiple – since I've taken the job, we've had two 4-4-4 transfers, Chrislyn Carr and um, McDaniel, you know, and, and their situations were different, um, but all needed waivers to play. Um, and they're both playing. Um, you know, Chrislyn Carr's at her fourth school in five years. And so, um, you know, you just want to see kids play and love what they do. And, and, and certainly, I've said from the beginning, we're going to be okay one way or the other. Um, I want this for Dre more than I want it for me. Selfishly, obviously, she would make us a better, a better team. But, um, yeah. All right, Coach Nikki Collin talking about the uh, situation, the announcement today. Really uh, more of a revolution, revelation uh, by Dre Edwards of her situation and what's going on. And, uh, again, she has handled it in the, uh, to me, the most positive and upbeat manner that you ever could do. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, it'll be fun. We'll be joined by Matt Pallage, the new defensive coordinator at Baylor. Look forward to visiting with him. He, we welcome back Matt Pallage when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by WFAA-TV Channel H's Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just gets too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. And when you get away from the formula, that we have seen has been so successful. This offense goes the wrong way. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254 883 It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Weins, and Ryan Fox, and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to game time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with game Game time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor drops to 0-2 in Big 12 play, losing to TCU 88-87 last night in the Farrell Center. The Bears will be back in action on Saturday afternoon, hosting Kansas State. Elsewhere in the Big 12 last night, Iowa State beat OU 63-60. Former Arkansas and Louisville head coach Bobby Petrino has been hired as the next offensive coordinator at Texas A&M. The XFL reports to training camp tomorrow, and the first game is set for February 18th in Arlington. Kickoff at 3 o'clock with the Arlington Renegades hosting the Vegas Vipers. Dallas Mavericks put their seven-game winning streak on the line tonight, hosting the Boston Celtics. Tip is at 6.30. UMHB men's and women's basketball on the road tonight at the University of Ozarks. Women tip at 5.30 and the men tip at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Thursday, and we are pleased to welcome in Baylor's new defensive coordinator. Let's say welcome back to Baylor. Matt Pallage joins us now, and Matt, thanks for your time this afternoon. Uh, we appreciate you being on with us. Yeah, thanks so much, JMO, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Very kind of you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for your time. I'm, time. I'm sure you hit the ground running <laughs> when you change jobs this time of year, don't you? <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, great. What was the uh, what was the draw? Uh, you were here for two years. Coach Aranda's first two years uh, left to become co-defensive coordinator at Oregon. Just one year. Uh, and now back. What was the draw about coming back to Coach Aranda's staff? 
Yeah, um, I think just the belief and and um, um, I think the belief in what Coach Aranda and, and Mac Rhodes is uh, what they're about. I think the person over player. I think uh, you know winning with character, investing in young men, um, not just on the field but off the field. That's something that I really believe in. Um, something that I had a I had a great experience my first tenure here, and um, that was that was really the draw. Um, for me was uh, the opportunity to, to lead the defense and uh, be involved uh, with a program that I feel like is really special. It, uh, it says a lot, and I would think it would mean a lot when a guy like Dave Aranda, you know, hands the keys of his defense over to you. Uh, is, does, that, does that strike home with you? Yeah, one, yeah 100%. I, I feel like, um, you know, Coach is, uh, you know, very uh, well-renowned as far as a, a defensive mind uh i think he's one of the brightest in, in the game of uh college football and um you know for him to um to think that i was worthy enough uh to be in this position uh means a, a whole lot to me matt what about uh when you were here before you coached safeties you were special teams coordinator also and i think of that 21 team you know the big 12 champs the uh you know the sugar bowl champs what a great year but coaching the safeties <laughs> Uh, I, I learned this or heard this and learned it early on with Coach Aranda. The safeties are a real key position in this Baylor defense, and in, uh, in a Dave Aranda defense. Why is that? Why are safeties such uh, a key to success? Well, I think it starts off with the communication piece. They have to be great communicators. They have to be able to get people aligned and coordinate the secondary. Um, they're also involved in the front a lot of times. And so they're having to communicate with the linebackers. And um, so that piece is really big. I think the leadership piece, um, you know, with them being field generals, they have to be a voice on the field um, and even uh, a voice of uh, maybe calmness um, as well on the sideline and be able to communicate also. Um, so for me, that, that that's where it starts. And then in our defense, as multiple as we are, and um, as versatile as we are, uh, it really starts with the with the safety room, and uh, those those three positions really have to uh, be able to cover people, whether that's zone or or man coverage. They have to be adequate in that area. Um, they have to be exceptional in run support, uh, and they have to be um, um, you know they they have to be uh, you know solid blitzers as well. So. I think um, you're asking really, you know, for them to be a Swiss Army knife, you know, right. when you start laying out all those things. And uh, that's that's really why uh, they're so important to our defense. Yeah, that's really uh, explained very well. Yeah. There was nobody better at that in the league, really, uh, in 2021 than Jalen Petrie, the Big 12's Defensive Player of the Year. He really fit that mold almost perfectly, didn't he? Yeah, well, uh, he definitely did. He uh, was exceptional. In a lot of the categories that I just mentioned, um, he was a worker that, that came every day with um, um, with the always uh, you know learning, always growing uh, mindset, and um, that really uh, rubbed off on other people in the room, uh, rubbed off on other people on the team, and um, that was pretty cool to see. And um, he wasn't the only one, but he definitely was the was the leader of that group. 
Then you headed up special teams when you are here before also. And I remember Treston Ebner was the Big 12 Special Teams Player of the Year in 2021. So that was an area that was a real uh, a real key, wasn't it, to, uh, to Baylor's success that year? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, uh, Treston was awesome. I mean, he was really exciting to watch. He was really exciting to coach as well. Um, you know, he was one that um, – really understood the value of that third phase of the game. He took a lot of pride in it. And when you have somebody like that, that's kind of maybe the the leader of that group, um, and um, they see and kind of feel his leadership, um, you have guys that, okay, they want to block for him. They want to they wanna play on that phase for him. They realize that this could be an opportunity to, to change the game. This could be an opportunity to make a difference. And um, – that was pretty cool. It wasn't just uh, young guys always on those units or those phases. It was older guys as well, and and that was a that was a special group that year. Matt Pallage, our guest, Baylor's new defensive coordinator, and uh, and tell me this. Uh, I don't know if you had a formal interview with Coach Aranda. I mean, he knows you very well, and you know him very well. But if you did have a formal interview, you sit across the desk from him, and he says, "All right, what's what's a Matt Pallage defense going to be known for? What's what is going to be? You know, how are you going to play defense? What would be your answer to that?" Yeah, I think it probably starts off with um, you know relentless effort. Um, I think any good defense that you watch and, um, you know, really the first thing that stands out is maybe how hard they play, uh, how hard they run to the football. I think when you run to the football, great things happen. Um, Even when plays break a lot of times, all of a sudden down the field, um, they don't see um, the D lineman chasing down the tunnel screen and all of a sudden, you know, boom, hit ball pops loose because you got somebody playing so hard. Um, So I think it starts with relentless effort. Um, I think also, um, you know, you know, we, we, I I use the term ball excellence, but really, um, you know, creating turnovers, taking, taking the ball away from the opposing offense. I think that's something else that we're going to put a premium on here, um, here at Baylor. And I think it's something that we've put the premium on in the past. I think about that 21 season, I think we were third in the country in interceptions that year. We were top ten in takeaways, and that was a that was a huge part of our defense. And um, I think it's probably the number one statistical category that associates with wins and losses. Um, if you can take care of the ball on offense, and then you can take it away on defense, you're going to be you're going to be a pretty good football team. So I think um, those two things to start off with, and then probably the third being a team that plays for each other. Um, you know, we have a shared commitment. Um, there's a brotherhood. Um, it's very visible in the way that we play and how connected we are. So those would probably be the three things that pop off to me that I um, I think that people will see um, from this Baylor defense is the relentless effort, the attacking the football, and then the shared commitment. Yeah, I love that. Those turnovers, man, that's huge. <laughs> and it was a big part of Baylor's success in, in 2021. Uh, what was it like for you to be uh, here at Baylor for two years in the Big 12 Conference, step away for a year to the Pac-12 at Oregon, and Oregon had a 10-win season this past year, uh, and then come back? Uh, is that is that almost a learning experience to go and, you know, be somewhere else for a year and then come back here? Yeah, I think so. I think I think there was a lot of growth um, um, for me um, individually. Um, I think um, it was a great experience. Um, there's there's similarities between the Pac-12 and the Big 12, uh, parity in both leagues. 
Um, I think uh, really good football being played in both leagues. Um, and for me, um, you know, you, you saw different types of offenses, so you had to prepare for different types of offenses. Um, each week was a challenge, a, a new challenge. And um, I think uh, coming back here in 2021, there's been some staff changes in the Big 12 too as well. And so I think maybe that experience um, will kind of will kind of help us, um, you know, be prepared for the 2023 season. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, final thought: uh, What's your schedule? Are you, you going to be here? I mean, we got uh, we got some time before spring starts, but uh, you're going to get back and get settled, and then uh, hit the ground running for spring. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in, I'm in Waco right now. We okay. we have a recruiting weekend this weekend, which will be awesome. Um, just to uh, be around the staff and um, also be around uh, some people that are extremely interested in in uh, being a part of Baylor football. Um, and then moving forward, um, the the following week um, will be a chance to take a deep breath before we get the players back here on the 16th. We start school. We start off season training with uh, Coach Dick Valoria. So just a really exciting time uh, to be here at Baylor. Nice. Well, we're really, really glad that you're back here and uh, excited about the future of Baylor football and the defense uh, now coordinated by you. So thanks for the visit, and welcome back to Baylor. John, I appreciate you so much. Thank you all for having me on. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Matt Pallage, Baylor's new defensive coordinator, back this year after a year away at uh, the University of Oregon, co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach at Oregon this past year. They went, uh, Aaron, you know this, 10-2 and two this past year. Uh, what were they? Seven and two. Yeah, seven and two in the Pac-12. Three top 15 wins and a Holiday Bowl win for Oregon this past year. Uh, previous stops for uh, Coach Pallage, uh, he played at uh, Sam Houston State, um, was a fullback at Sam Houston, grad assistant at Southeast Louisiana, then running backs coach at Northwestern State. Grad assistant at Kentucky, back at Sam, back at, uh, and then at ULM, Louisiana Lafayette, Baylor, Oregon, and now back at Baylor is the coaching resume for uh, Matt Pallage. So really good to have him back. And I, I just think there's a familiarity there uh, between he and Coach Aranda and vice versa, and a real respect, you can tell, between those two as well. So I think a great hire as the defensive coordinator here at Baylor. Yeah, and he talked about, the big recruiting weekend this weekend, I think, and I don't have any inside sources, but just from what I know about who's visiting and things like that, I think it's going to be a big weekend, and I think Monday there will be some news as far oh, as, there you know, you go. Some I, I think, yeah, I think this is going to be a big weekend for Baylor recruiting, and I think there'll be a lot some breaking news Monday. Right. All right. We will watch for that for sure. So great to visit with um, – with Matt Pallage back at Baylor. The other vacancy on the defensive side uh, has been filled as well. Christian Robinson is coaching the inside linebackers here at Baylor, um, and he comes uh, after uh, coaching uh, the linebackers at Auburn this past season. So those are the two vacancies that have been filled, both on the defensive side, and uh, seems like two great hires. I mean, I'll I'll say this till the day I die. I trust Dave Aranda and the hires he makes and the decisions he makes. So uh, I'm excited about uh, uh, moving forward and uh, and improving, really, from this season uh, defensively and overall for Baylor football. 
All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We do appreciate you being with us on this Thursday. We're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location right there on uh, Loop 340, Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. Beautiful new location. I was texting with uh, John Embry the other day, and I said, man, I want to come by and see the place. And I'm sorry I haven't done it yet, but I do intend to and uh, just see that. Just a beautiful new location. You'll appreciate everything they have in stock there. So much more space to stock more items that you need. And, uh, and they've got the expertise that goes back to 1943, serving Central Texas since 1943. So check it out. It's the new location of Pioneer Steel and Pipe on Loop 340 South, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. And they're always available 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women stay on the road in Big 12 play, headed to Lawrence to play the Jayhawks this Saturday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Everything. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor drops to 0-2 in Big 12 play, losing to TCU 88-87 last night in the Farrell Center. The Bears will be back in action on Saturday afternoon hosting Kansas State. Elsewhere in the Big 12 last night, Iowa State beat OU 63-60. 
Former Arkansas and Louisville head coach Bobby Petrino has been hired as the next offensive coordinator at Texas A&M. The XFL reports to training camp tomorrow, and the first game is set for February 18th in Arlington. Kickoff at 3 o'clock with the Arlington Renegades hosting the Vegas Vipers. Dallas Mavericks put their seven-game winning streak on the line tonight, hosting the Boston Celtics. Tip is at 6.30. UMHB men's and women's basketball on the road tonight at the University of Ozarks. Women tip at 5.30, and the men tip at 7.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Thursday. Appreciate Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels studios. Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour. We'll see what's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show here in just a moment. Hey, want to remind you, game time, weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m., usually safely ensconced in the studio there. I mean, uh, they don't get out for live shows very often. It's 7 a.m., but they're going to next week, next Tuesday, January 10th. They will be live at Fuzzy's Time. Taco Shop in Hewitt on Hewitt Drive. The entire two hours, 7 to 9 a.m. Stop in for half-price breakfast tacos with the ESPN gang on Tuesday. Breakfast tacos served all day, but Game Time Live will be there on Tuesday, January 10th, 7 to 9 a.m. That's at Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hewitt Drive in Hewitt. So stop by and see them and uh, take advantage of those half-price breakfast tacos uh, and the breakfast tacos served all day. Mentioned this earlier today. Uh, Texas made the announcement today. They have fired, uh, split, uh, parted ways with Chris Beard, their head basketball coach. Um, here's a statement from Chris Del Conte, the athletic director at Texas. Uh, the University of Texas has parted ways with Chris Beard. This has been a difficult decision that we've been diligently working through. Today I inform Mr. Beard of our decision to terminate him effective immediately. The university's vice president of legal affairs, Jim Davis, wrote in a letter to Beard's attorney, Perry Minton, that Beard engaged in unacceptable behavior that makes him unfit to serve as head coach at our university. Whether prosecutors continue with the case does not determine whether Beard engaged in conduct unbecoming of the school, Davis wrote. Uh, they also say associate head coach Rodney Terry, who's been the acting head coach since Beard's suspension, will remain in charge the rest of the season. Rodney Terry, again, a one-time Baylor assistant coach. Uh, one of his first jobs, really, I think, was here with Harry Miller. Uh, and Rodney Terry, now the acting head coach or interim head coach, I'm not sure the wording, uh, for the remainder of the season. So, uh, Aaron, that shoe drops for the University of Texas there as they have parted ways and announced today with Chris Beard. Yeah, I don't think it's anybody's really shocked. Uh, maybe that they did it prob- before everything played out, but maybe they've got all the information they need. Apparently so. I mean, uh, you know they would uh, cross all their T's and dot all their I's before they make a, a move like this. So uh, so that's the situation at the University of Texas. All right, uh, Aaron, tell me, what do you guys have coming up, you and Matt Mosley, between 4 and 6, beginning top of the hour? We will talk with Baylor women's head coach Nikki Collin, Matt's weekly visit with her. We will talk about their – Road game against Kansas, the big road win against Oklahoma, 
And uh, we will talk about the Dre Edwards situation. Obviously, that's uh, at the forefront today with her releasing her statement, talking about her time at Baylor and the fact that the Kentucky coach won't release her. And that's why she's not playing. So we will talk with Coach Colin about that, among many other things. We will also talk with David Oven, the national college football writer for The Athletic, about the national championship game between TCU and Georgia coming up. And uh, we will also give you the latest, uh, the latest transfer portal news in Campus Confidential and the latest on DeMar Hamlin. There are some updates as far as his condition. And uh, a good spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> apparently he is conscious and communicating with doctors and family. Now, he's not speaking, but he wrote a note to the doctors and asked them a question, which is just, just amazing. It really yeah. is. When I read that, I... I I I was just taken back, you know. I mean, you're hoping and waiting for good news, and then you're like, oh, man, that's a huge, huge deal that he was able to do that. I know. I think really, really positive movement today, everything we're hearing. Uh, the doctor's term is substantial improvement, so that's really good. Thank the Lord for that, and uh, still uh, – you know, still no announcement from the NFL, and this is secondary, whether they'll try to make up this game. Uh, it seems like it's leaning now toward the fact they won't do that, but that is secondary to the uh, health of uh, DeMar Hamlin. So, all right, thanks very much. All that's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show 4 to 6. Keep it right here. Remember, uh, game time, we just spoke about that live at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt next Tuesday. Uh, don't go tomorrow morning. Well, you could, but uh, they won't be there tomorrow. They'll be there next Tuesday, but they'll be right here on the air tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m., as they are every weekday. That is uh, game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Ryan Fox every weekday morning. All right, uh, let's share some birthdays with you before we get out of here. Uh, look at the birthday list. It's Mike Dunham's birthday. Happy birthday to Mike. Big, big uh, Baylor fan here in Central Texas. Happy birthday to Mike. Uh, Chris Griffin's birthday. Happy birthday to Chris, former neighbor uh, of ours before we moved away. I don't think uh, Chris didn't move away. We did. So happy birthday to Chris Griffin. Um, KP Shipman, former Baylor basketball player. Happy birthday to Kevin Shipman. Uh, Cheryl Hines' birthday is today. Missy Wells' birthday is today down in Houston. Uh, Camille Johnson's birthday. I know a lot of you know Camille and her uh, her business here in town. Happy birthday to Camille. And it's uh, John Reed's birthday today. John uh, and I worked together at KWTX uh, many moons ago. Uh, the, the story I think of when I think of John Reed, Aaron, is when he left KWTX, he was really into politics. I mean, big time into politics. And he um, somehow got a job working with uh, former President Ronald Reagan. And I don't know what the job was exactly, but it was just a, um, you know, right-hand man, uh, you know, whatever he needed to do, I think, is what he did with President Reagan. But imagine that experience if you're into politics and being able to spend some time with Ronald Reagan. So uh, I, I knew John from our time working together, and Ronald Reagan made uh, the first ever, he christened the Farrell Center uh, as the first event ever in the history of the Farrell Center was a Ronald Reagan rally. 
and really cool. Oh, wow. It was there. I was there, and uh, uh, it was really fun. And they had these oversized tickets that were, you know, just sort of commemorative tickets of Ronald Reagan and the opening of the Farrell Center. So I had this ticket stashed away, and I, I got hold of John one time, and I said, hey, I've got this ticket. Uh, any way you could get that in front of uh, President Reagan and get him to sign it? And he said, yeah, sure, no problem. Send it to me. So got his address, sent it to him, and waited and waited <laughs> and waited. And uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember now. I mean, this was a long time ago. I don't remember how long I waited before I finally reached out again, said, hey, were you ever able to do that? And he said, oh, I am so sorry. Uh, I, I think it got lost in a pile of things, you know, and I, I don't have it anymore. I am so sorry. And he said, uh, I'll, I'll try and make it up for you. And so what he did, then I got in the mail a little while later from like one of those personal notepads, you know, sort of like from the desk of Ronald Reagan, something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, he gave me a couple of those signed by Ronald Reagan. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, he said, will that do? And I said, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll do. do. No problem. <laughs> yeah, that'll do really well. So uh, I had a couple of those tickets, actually, the old tickets. So I put that, the, the one ticket I had kept, and then the Ronald Reagan autograph in a frame together. And it's here in my office. And it's a really cool deal. I mean, that's Ronald Reagan. And it was the first event ever in the Farrell Center and all that. So uh, that's pretty cool. And that's, that's, uh, that's my abiding memory of John Reed coming through like that. <laughs> Isn't that great? Uh, as Coach Randy would say, that's way cool. That really is way is. cool. That's exactly right. That's a good way to put it. All right. So John Reed's birthday today, Aaron, uh, who would you add to our birthday list? I have a pretty good list today. Nice. Nice. We will start with Robert Duvall. Wow. Who turns, you want to guess? Uh, he, yeah, he is, uh, 89. Close. 92. Ooh, okay. 92. He was, he is probably my second favorite actor behind Denzel Washington. Nice. They're both just so great. So happy birthday to Robert Duvall, who turns a young 92 today. Diane Keaton turns 77. Ted Lang, best known as Isaac the Bartender on the Love Boat, turns 75. <laughs> Younger than I thought. Because he was, you know, I was a kid when the love boat was on, and he was obviously uh, an adult. But, right. Uh, so I thought he was a little older. Still yeah. looks great. So happy birthday to Ted Lang. Clancy Brown turned 64. Now, you may not know that name, but you would recognize the face. He is one of the best character actors in Hollywood. He played the evil guard in Shawshank. Oh, yeah. He okay. also played... The drill instructor in Starship Troopers. Those are probably his two biggest roles, but he's been in a ton of movies. And just a great actor. Happy birthday to Clancy Brown, who turns 64. And Bradley Cooper turns 48. Wow. It's a pretty good birthday day, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, really good. All right, uh, we're going to move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. Uh, Matt and Aaron will take you. From 4 to 6 this afternoon, Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. Wyatt Thompson will join us tomorrow, the voice of the K-State Wildcats with Baylor and K-State coming up on Saturday. So we look forward to uh, Wyatt, who will be here in Waco, uh, the uh, the K-State 
basketball traveling party is making their way as we speak to Waco this afternoon. Uh, I know Coach Jerome Tang was on with uh, Mr. Mosley yesterday, uh, but they're headed to Waco now, and it'll be Baylor and K-State on Saturday. So, Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the 3 o'clock hour on Friday. Right now, uh, thanks to Matt Pallage for being on with us. And stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. I would say the Ritz Cracker has never been beaten. 